0: To another episode of the 423 Soccer Pod, the podcast that CFC Built. This is Jim, aka Chattagooner. Hey, this is Todd, great footballer on this end. And we're back after what, I guess we've we've been away for a little bit. We've had three or four I think three games matches since we talked.
1: Um feels about right.
0: Had the entire independent cup. Basically the entire independent cup. That's plus true.
1: plus a game against Appalachian FC.
0: Yep. Appalachian yes. or Appalachian? Appalachian.
1: Okay.
0: Just what did you just say? Appalachian. Appalach- I heard, heard somebody say Appalachian. Appalachian. Yes, yeah, so the emphasis. No, it's Appalachian. I, I don't think so. I think it's just app. I, well, listen. As as long Appie as FC? I've lived in the area, it's Appalachian.
1: Appy F C. Appalachian just
0: too long. Appalachian.
1: Yeah, it's just too long. Appalachian F C. Well, um, Squatch F C. Can we just shorten it?
0: No, please okay. don't. Please All right. don't. So yeah, we've had we had a home and away with them where we won the golden Chaco. Did
1: that get uh, an official sponsorship? Do we? No, need?
0: no, it wasn't an official sponsorship. I mean, the Chaco Twitter account acknowledged it a couple of times, but it wasn't From what I can tell. I believe somebody with Appalachian went somewhere and on a discount rack, they had a pair of, of Chacos that were actually different sizes and different types. There was one Z one and one Z two. And if you wear chacos, you know what I'm talking about. Z two is the toe loop, um, and so By the they way, were can mismatched. We, can we put that up as a poll
1: question? Are you a Z one or a Z two type person?
0: Yeah, I have, I have two pairs of each. I think. Ah, I'm a Z two. You're a Z two. I am z 2 you are az 2 i got to have that toe loop for security. Okay. Well, there's a pair of Z ones right here on the floor, if you're interested. But, um. So yeah, so yeah, the Z one the was first place, and the Z two was second place. See what they do. I don't did? like that.
1: I don't. I, I do, but I don't like where that puts my choice of chacos because yeah. it's not second choice. Yeah.
0: Toe loop was toe loop was the silver. Non toe loop was the gold. and That's the one we brought home, and it was at the stadium. Uh, yeah. This. Yeah. It was in the stadium. I love, right how, next,
1: right, I, I love how. Yeah, exactly. Right, right next to the, the
0: trophy. Right front and center. <laughs> right like, front and center.
1: Yeah, and like in front of all the other of all the silverware, it's the gold that
0: Chaco we favor. Um, why don't we start though with a bit of, a bit of know, a gut punch? Sad news. Yeah. Bad I, news? I, well, I think I tweeted I mean, it's not bad news.
1: No, I tweeted it was a gut punch. But I mean, sometimes that's how life comes at you. You know, reality sets in, and you realize that people are going to come and go, and, and mm-hmm. players are going to come and go. It, it's the club, you know the club is the star if you will but right. sometimes when integral part of a club and a part that's been with you for a long time leaves man, it hurts
0: yeah so you know we've seen you know we've seen zeka move on that hurt and we've had some other players that were had been with us who who didn't make the pro jump who who have gone on just to continue to play in MPSL and some other some other places um so we've got you know we've got them who've they you know those players who have moved on but i think you know i think in terms of the ones that made the jump to the pro the only one we've lost so far was Zeka. Right. and then this week right was it this week it was this week i think it was earlier yeah it was monday. yesterday or monday right. the club put out a, put out a thanks pipe and i'm like um did i miss something yeah and so i guess he's i guess he put put out his announcement on his instagram feed right?
1: Yes, because, I mean, just to point out why you didn't see it, because you don't hang out with the cool kids over on Insta. Correct. So, yeah, I can understand why you would have been puzzled to to see that. Which, yeah. ought, to be fair, I did send it to you, and I was like, so I guess this is it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I had
1: to be directed over to my Instagram account yeah. as well. So,
0: uh, Olivera has decided that it's time to kind of hang him up, and uh, will be, I guess, he's retired. I guess, like, you know, he played in the last independent cup game so i guess that would have been his his last match as a as a cfc player it would have been nice to have one more you know yeah
1: well yeah kind of to
0: know and to understand what we
1: were seeing like we 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 knew what we were seeing when we saw Zekka's last Mm -hmm. match and i think it i mean you kind of take things for granted like oh we'll see him next game and then you don't and uh that that part kind of sucks about it but it is what it is and I'm, i'm sure you made the decision that was best at him at that time sure but no, what a, I mean, a great, you know it's like I put on Twitter, a, a great career at CFC, a, a, a outstanding ambassador for, for, um, you know, the club itself. And I mean, and you and I both recognize him for his world-class uh, shithousery. <laughs> thank you for saying it for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's second to none, let's be yeah.
0: honest. So, so yeah, he, you know, so I guess we got the only person left. Really, uh, you know, player-wise, that that has kind of bridged the gap between CFC 1.0 and CFC 2.0 would be one. And so when he when he hangs them up, it will be a a real changing of the guard in terms of the club.
1: Was there a brief 1.5, maybe like the
0: Legends Cup? I don't know. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I <laughs> okay, mean,
1: okay. you know, it is it is kind of. But amazing. we
0: didn't really bring anybody in for just the Legends Cup, right? I mean, it was that was just basically the the MPSL team. It it, it, you know,
1: was, it was it was a hangover
0: kinda, from the MPSL. Yeah, but team. it
1: was this this interesting mix, right? Because under no circumstances could that roster have ever qualified as a as a D three roster because of all the international. Correct. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of this like hybrid thing, like where it was recognized kind of as the pro, as pro, but uh, it met no roster requirements, so yeah, I, would, I would say we made a a brief stop at at CFC 1.5.
0: Okay, okay, but we're definitely at 2.0. Yeah, we're, two, we're at two. We're at 2.0 right now. Um, but hey, hats off to uh,
1: Pipe Oliveira. Great career. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows what the Sunday leagues have to offer for him moving? Like, <laughs> there's a whole other legendary status to be yep. attained in in uh, Sunday leagues. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, did he not play college football as well? Uh, American. Or high school football? I think so. I, At least high school football, he was a running back. I
0: think I've heard that. I think so. When I tie I'm it all sure. in
1: together, it all makes sense. Yeah. His style of play, like the whole deal.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, you know, we'll, uh, we'll miss him. He was somebody else that we could put up top and we, we need goals. And yeah. so, um, so that, so that leaves, you know, that he's the third player, I guess, that, that, has uh, stepped away what, from CFC. Give me, give me
1: uh, if you have one. I have one. I can go. Like the pipe moment. I remember uh, that stands out in my head. Is I want to say we were playing either Asheville or Greenville away, maybe a couple of years ago. And he had that back, uh, the back hill for the goal. Is that right? Yeah, I don't remember. He had a backheel for a goal. Hey, you know, uh, actually, someone can correct me if I'm wrong about that, and I know he will. Yes, Matt, yeah, yeah, uh, Matt let yeah. me know. I, but I remember just a pretty nasty, uh, like a uh, backheel he had for a goal maybe a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, I am terrible at remembering individual moments. He's really. not, Matt. Matt, no, Matt, sprint, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's, he's young. Yeah, he's, he's a young. young. Whippersnapper. Right. I mean the the goal that um, Jay Kaylee put up was was a pretty good one. Yeah. I, the, the "Call Mom" goal that yeah. yeah that one was pretty. And that's a young, that's a young pipe as well. Well, it's so. young.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. We're, are you and I about to act like he's old? Like, <laughs> well, right?
0: Is that what we're doing? It's a young girl. You know what
1: I think? He, you know why I think we think he's so young is because he's clean shaven in that well, picture. And yeah.
0: Yeah. He's total baby face. Yeah. Baby face. Way. Yeah. So. That's a baby face pipe. Yeah. In that. That. So anyway, um, you big know. Thank you. Yeah, Pipe. big. Yeah, thanks to Pipe and for the years and uh, once a blue, always a blue. Amen. For the most part. No, kind of. <laughs> we will put an asterisk beside some of you. Out I've, got there. Some ast- I've got some a I've got some. I've got one asterisk, but we won't. We won't get into that tonight. Um. So yeah. So we did. We did do the ind- we had independent cup. We won the southeast region. We have two trays. Now two more, mm. two more independent cup trays, and we'll that's, have that's two. We'll really have a place setting for a platters. family. Yeah. yeah, two large yep. veggie platters. Um, a one-nil win over Atlético Atlanta, not the team from Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the a three-nil win over Savannah. Savannah, right. at Savannah, and then a f- five, yes. five-nil win. Five zero over uh over the uh, soda city folks from Columbia. so, so I, I, don't, that's
1: I don't know what i mean what what's your take home from with, those a
0: 3-3, games? with a three three with a three three draw in there that
1: yeah in, in the' middle and there. We'll, 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 we'll touch on that in just a second yeah. let's, let's just look at independent cup i mean what what's your take home from those games
0: well i think so i think if you look at them again i i all of them they're all they're all friendlies i mean i know that they're "Quote unquote competitive because there's a uh, silverware at the end of it, but they're really they're really not much more than friendlies. So I don't take, I don't put a lot in them either either way. However, the progression of the three I think is what for me is more um, makes me feel better than the individual results. So the first one against uh, at the Atlanta Club. I mean, we created some stuff, but we didn't finish anything. I think they hit the they hit the post or the crossbar. One, I mean, they came close to scoring. They came close to drawing that match, and really, they hadn't. You know, as they went through and played the other teams, it's pretty clear that they had no business drawing with us. We should have put them away. At the time, I thought, okay, that was the by far the best team of the other three, and I don't know that that's that. I mean, I think the other three were pretty well matched. We just didn't play or finish particularly well in that game, and maybe it's because you know it was a new system. You know, the, we we played a three four three in each of those games, which is different than I believe I think from my recollection, it's not the same three four three system that we played a little bit in the spring, and it's definitely not the three five two that that we like to that we like to kind of fall back on. So it's a different system. Uh, So maybe if you look at the three games in progression, you know, the goals go up, the the performances get a little better. And, right. you know, maybe that's maybe that's what you take away from it is that if you're if you're if you're building confidence and, and building uh, teamwork in a particular uh, system, then by the end of that month we're much better off than we were at the beginning. And that's kind of what you want. You can, you know, you want, you want that progression so that you're ready to play. It'd be nice to have a game against, you know, a professional, a, a friendly, or even it's a closed door scrimmage with another friendly, with another professional team. But, you but know, what
1: are you going to get in the middle of summer?
0: Right. You're not going to get that because the, the only other professional leagues are in USL and they're in the middle of a season. And so yeah, you're probably not going to get that. So it's, it's it's inter- it's going to be an interesting start. We start off with Stumptown, which is a, a pretty good well, start. Well, yeah, we
1: learned that's a was well, it's a quality team. They're not yeah. going to be a pushover. So a Stumptown from last year. Yeah.
0: So, I guess but that not get ahead of myself going back uh that's what I would take away that we had a we're doing a are trying a new system um same players but a lot of uh you know some different slightly different roles. There, there's a little, We scored goals. Yeah, yes. We created chances. Yes. Um, it was good. So Marcus is, you know, his, um, kind of on, being on fire and scoring is great cause we need him to score. Um, Bement getting, you know, getting that off his back and actually finishing one. I mean, he created several chances and, Not and really, he had if he a couple of assists, yeah, if he continues to create like that, he's going to score goals. So, you know, h- him scoring finally, you know, uh, during that last game was good. Um, you know, we've gotten some defensively we played okay. Um, uh, you know, you've you've got those three the three in the back, and as long as they stay healthy, I don't think you know, I think we're that's pretty much gonna be the three that play with Spielman in the middle and um Russell and Dixon out wide. McKinley played a little bit more in the midfield, which is interesting. Um he's not you know, he's not playing as one of the three in the back. So that, that's, you know, maybe that's getting him a little bit more forward and um, getting him involved in the attack. So, you know, I, I was okay. Oh, and I can't, for you know, cannot forget that we got um, Brett Jones back healthy and, yeah. And, yeah. and playing up top as one of the wingers. And so I think, you know, in a three, four, three, it's, I think it's interesting that not that Nagelstad is playing as a winger. Um, because he's so like- that
1: that's caught me off guard too, and and, and I'll just piggyback on what you were saying. Yet to me, when I look at it, it was all about confidence building, like through the entire process, through the the game with with Appalachian, it, the whole thing was about building confidence. Because I felt like that was one of the huge things that we were missing, um, in in the back end of, of the spring was man once once the goals dried up in the first part of the spring they were gone i mean absolutely gone so by in any game i don't care what kind of game it was if we were playing the under 10 side uh, in a practice game it was important that we were putting the ball in the back of the net Mm -hmm. so to be able to go out and do that and to build on it and you know to play appalachian it was the consistency of the scoring goals in every game that that i like now just scoring the one against atlanta like you said i mean who knows what that was, but it does seem like it was each game was improving, and we were scoring goals. And I just think that's like one of the biggest things is the confidence to, yeah. to once you get inside the eighteen to be able to put the ball in the back of the net. And I actually like that the fact that it continues to the main focus continues to be Nagelstad because it it's it's fine to have goal scoring by committee. But man, you just really need a guy that you can depend on to bang one in every game or every other game that you can count on him, and then have everybody else mm-hmm. chip in. That makes such a big difference. And so when I see the way they played and the way that he just was scoring for fun, you know, whether it be a Zlatan-esque uh, little <laughs> little flick on that or flick. whatever, yeah, it was it was great to see.
0: Um, yeah, because we're gonna need ten or fifteen goals from him in the you know, fifteen, maybe a bit much, but we need at least 10, you know, in the, in the season, in this fall season.
1: Oh, I, I, okay. If you mean you say 10, like. Yeah. Cause
0: it, we play 18 games. Yeah. 15 so 15 goals in 18 so games would be like,
1: that would be like record pace yeah, of some sort. Right. So, but 10 would be, I, I, I would be
0: 10 I would, be would be fabulous yeah, with 10, 10, 10 would be good. Not,
1: no, no pressure out there. <laughs> but you know, but some of the other things that, that, that those games did in, in my team, you know, we got some, uh, some of the young guys, some looks, uh, we got some people, you know, moved around. We got to you got to tinker with stuff and mm-hmm. whatever it is you wanted to do, and it it all came out looking great.
0: Yeah. So, and I I will say there's one thing I think, um, I, I I like the fact that that second Appalachian game was not great, and I'm glad it wasn't the last game, so because I think I think. So the other thing I take away from this preseason thing um, is that they went and played, didn't play well against Appalachian, got a got a draw and won the Golden Chaco, but the game after that, you could tell that somebody put a foot.
1: Okay, let's let's don't be total Debbie Downer on the three three draw like at Appalachian. Okay, like it was a way, it was on a grass field, wasn't it? Do we ever play on a grass field?
0: Well, yeah, okay. It was on a grass field. We went down to so t- strange. We went down to yeah. You know, we went
1: down a man. Well, then we went down three two. And you know what? Who who comes on and makes a difference? Oh, I don't know. Just an eighteen year old kid that had been with the team for two and it shakes, bakes, and destroys the defender, and then puts. It- so it was the idea that they were they were a man down, but they still went in there and they got it done. And yes, yes against I understand what was against.
0: And, yeah, against the I, I uh, get it. A, 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 a fairly average, maybe slightly above average MPSL team.
1: You know, and, and that's fair. Okay, I, I understand your criticism of that, but at the same time, we've seen that sometimes that level between high end MPSL and, yeah, I, and it's not. Yeah, well, massive. yeah, we
0: can talk to talk to Chicago House about. Right it, about playing playing a MPSL team that's that's right. in it's, form.
1: It's it's not it's not massive. Okay? But you're not, so. I'm
0: not being Debbie Downer about it. What I'm what I what I appreciate about it is that we had a game after that.
1: Yes. And and, and you may and you 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 said something about this. So yeah. Carry on.
0: I mean, then the game after that, they responded. Right. And they scored five goals. Could have scored more. And. They looked different because after
1: that you had the Savannah game, right, which they won three to nothing. In no, the that,
0: no, the only game we had after the, that, the second the Appalachian, Appalachian app- game was was the, Soda City.
1: Okay, so I get my timeline straight. The yeah. Appy game was in between.
0: The first App game, I believe, was after. Was it after the Atlanta? Yeah, Atlético Atlanta. So they were kind of mixed in with mixed in the middle. And then we had
1: Savannah, and then we had App again. Yeah, and then we, and okay. then we came back. So go.
0: that's what I. I mean, that, that's what I like about it. Oh, we yeah. had if that if that three three draw had been the last game of this preseason, I I that, that's not a great that wouldn't be a great feeling going into the fall season. But the fact that they had that, um, and I think it was a pretty obvious in the way they came out and played. Against Soda hey, City, that not,
1: nice variety of goals in that game
0: too, right? That which one?
1: Uh, Soda the uh, City? Soda City game.
0: Dude, I don't even. Rem- I don't even remember the goals. I, I mean, I so, remember so, you had so the Brett
1: Jones header. Oh yeah, yeah the long, so Dixon puts in the helper from long distance yeah, and, and he, over the keeper. He, yeah, that was a great one. Uh, the free kick uh, by. Um, start uh, into the outside of the boot for Juan. That was yeah. a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of nice putaways from uh, from Naggs. I mean, there was just—I don't know. It's just you could tell like they were enjoying themselves that game.
0: Yeah, I mean they they played they played really well, and it was it was uh, it was a type of performance. Again, you, I don't I don't think that I don't think that five zero game means that we're going to go win Nisa, but I think no. it, it. But that's when you a pro, that's that's what a professional team is supposed to do. When they play an MPSL or no a UPSL team, that that's what CFC is supposed to do. They went out and did it, so uh, that was good. Um, and the progression of games, like I said before, I think is, is good. So you know, going from that one nil kind of weird performance and for me, the building, consistency
1: of the goal scoring,
0: yeah, could, yeah, yeah. I think
1: I think it matters. So yeah. you get in the routine of like when I hit the ball, it goes in the back of the net. It doesn't matter where or who it's against. So I,
0: I think it's good. But you know, I think I tweeted we went down to ten, and I was like, "Great, this is this is great. This is exactly what we need. It's going to give the team an opportunity to focus on shape and in defense and all that stuff." And then we gave, we gave up two goals in the second half. Like, so much for that. Yeah, that, was, that didn't age well. But they came, but they did fight back and they fought back from uh, at least an assist from one of the players that you seem to want to call the fab five it's
1: fab four now hey shout
0: out to uh uh,
1: michael beretta Mm uh who uh has been with the club over the past few months during the spring season uh who came in as a as an academy kid uh he played for one team in town and also (laughs) played for the atlanta united academy and uh uh We're lucky to have him there, to have a a backup keeper, and uh, I hope his time with CFC served him well. Sounds like he's off to play college ball for the fall. I have not seen where it was announced, but uh, from the 423 Soccer Podcast and from CFC uh, fans, uh, thank you very much for your time here and best wishes, and we hope to see you back uh, in blue sometime uh, very soon. So um,
0: So now it's the Fab Four.
1: Now it's the Fab Four. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Look, man, I'm trying to come up with something catchy here. I mean, these guys uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of promise in them, and it's you know hopefully the start of a, a pipeline uh, coming up from uh, Whitfield County and these guys. I mean, uh, Fabian and Damian Rodriguez playing for Dalton High School this past year, uh, they were outstanding, brought home a state championship, uh, one of the uh, four state championships or three state championships in. The, is it three or four? Three state championships in Whitfield County, but anyway uh brothers uh Damien just graduated mm-hmm. Fabian was an upcoming senior uh so you saw some of that talent on display the past uh, few games starting out with the uh the helper uh to help tie it up at, at a app and then uh you saw him play this uh past weekend as well and then uh Angel, uh, Hurtado's been getting some time in. Uh, I think they've been playing him kind of back at the six, it looks like. Uh, Great ball distribution, confident on the ball. It looks like he's got the the size to be able to step in and help. Uh, And uh, then we got Rika Pahina. I think in the first uh, app game, I think he pinged one off the crossbar.
0: Mm, Uh, Yeah, he did. Was that him? Yeah. Was that him?
1: Yeah. yeah. And the uh the only one we've yet to see, and we and we may not, just because he's I mean he's really young, he's gonna be an upcoming senior this year, so we may not get a chance to see him. But he's still training with the team, I think, throughout mm-hmm. the summer, so we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, the Fabian, right?
1: Yeah, that would be Fabian. Yeah. Uh Fabian is the taller brother yeah. Yeah. that is the younger yeah. brother. I will so. I will,
0: you know, I have I have to say, when Damien comes onto the field, we're gonna need to get him. Uh, a different kit like one that fits because it looks like he got into dad's you know it looked like he got into dad's closet it, the, the, i mean he walked out and i was like and he was standing next to i don't know who it was it was what i mean it's, it, it wasn't let's just pretend that he went out there and stood next to spielman and i was like whose little brother made it onto the field because <laughs> he's slight but he doesn't play small
1: no as a matter of fact i'd watched him um two or three times uh, back in the spring. And, of course, you know, you can imagine how physical also the high school game gets. Yes. Especially when you get into state playoffs. And uh, I was watching him play some uh, a lot larger defenders that tried to body him up. You can't body up what you can't touch.
0: Correct. And, uh, And
1: I saw that. And even when they were able to get on him, his ability to hold the, a, a much larger player off the ball is quite impressive. So, hey, so they're the Fab Four. Like, get over it, all right? I did that, <laughs> whatever. You can call them that. Don't call them that. I don't care. That's what they are to me. So. But you,
0: all you got to do is go back and, and watch that app game and that <sighs> tying goal. The He 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 receives the ball with his back to goal, I believe, in the 18. Turns and um,
1: – Takes a defender to the touch line. Takes it yeah. back center. Takes yeah. it back to the touch
0: line, cross yeah. to the middle. He he put two guys on skates, one of them on the ground. So and then put a really good a, pinged a nice ball across that we got, got poked in yeah. for the tying goal. It was a nice I mean it, it was you know, again, like I said, he walked on the field, and I'm like, uh, who's this? And then when that happened, I'm like, wait a minute, who's this? We we need we need to see more of him. And I've heard nothing but glowing stuff from folks who have seen him in training. So uh, I think we're going to see him as um, somebody on the field in the fall, and you know we need we need some players because we lost we lost three four if right. you count the the keeper that came in for a hot minute. Have we heard anything from Trialist one and two? Um, I mean, Trialist one scored. Yeah, that's got it. I mean, then he he scored that night, right? Yes, he did. He was the recipient, I believe, of right. of, the, of the cross. Trialist 2, uh, his contribution. By the way, in the
1: celebration, you saw who everybody ran to. Oh, and... they went, yeah,
0: yeah. Trialist, <laughs> trialist 1 was like, yeah. hey, uh, I'm hey, Trialist 1. Hey, I'm Trialist 1. I scored, and everybody went to the kid. That, yeah, I did notice that. That was funny. Um, trialist 2's contribution to the game was immediately getting a yellow and almost getting into a fight. So while that seems to be part of our DNA, you know, maybe that's what he was going for. Maybe he's like, This is must be what they want to see. I don't know if that's what we need.
1: Oh I, yeah. I mean, I
0: I, well, we're losing Oliveira. Maybe we do, maybe we need somebody to come in and and take that. He's just showing that
1: like, you know, Zecca's gone. Yeah. But the fire Zeca yeah. and Pipe is gone, but yeah. the fire is not. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't I know that. if he's
0: I don't know if he's got the Brazilian fire. Maybe but. too
1: soon. Maybe yeah. he
0: brought it too soon. So I don't know about Trialist 1 and 2. I don't know if we're ever going to learn Trialist 1 and 2's actual names. Ah. Um, I know that there are a couple of other Trialists that that didn't get into a game. And maybe you could read into the fact that at least 1 and 2 got into the game. Right? Sure. Uh, but I, I don't know the roster rules of the... I mean, it is NISA, so what rules could there be? There And, are no and rules. what rules were enforced. So I don't know the roster rules, though. So I don't know if a Trialist could have played in in the Nisa independent I like cuz they the only the the only game trial is played in were the, was the second independent ever the second app I almost called them Appalachian state again
1: yeah, <sighs> you know what that's years of built in like yeah. memory so yeah so no worries. yeah
0: so anyway uh it's good to see them i think we're going to see one of them on the field a lot um well i mean a lot i don't know we'll probably sure. 18 we're 18 games i bet he makes Seven or eight appearances. What do you sure. think? Seven or eight I, appearances. Oh, you
1: know, on eight, I, if I was a betting guy, I'd take the under.
0: On the under, of I'm, gonna
1: say, I'm gonna take. i take the under because there's, I mean, the games are gonna be so tight, the yeah. margins for a player sure. to get in and like it's gonna be very like situational. I think. I think.
0: He, I think if he makes seven appearances, that you've got to consider that to be pretty remarkable.
1: Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. For a kid, he's what? He's
0: probably 18? 18. Yeah. 18, maybe, maybe 10, 9, 19. 19 yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, again, products of the academy, of the North Georgia Soccer Academy, I believe. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that thing's already it's, paying dividends. Yeah. So, that, that partnership, that relationship is, has, has already paid dividends. I hope it continues to. Uh, we did get some news about our own academy. Well, we didn't get news from the academy. We got news from... East Ridge, City, City of, of East, East Ridge. Ridge, suck it. <laughs> so, if you've not heard, so the um, Camp Jordan, which is the largest, I guess, really soccer. Look, facility, as soon as we start
1: talking about East Ridge, I mean, do you have high expectations? The answer is really, no. Yeah. So here it comes.
0: Yeah. So it was one of the locations where CFC Academy trained. It's also a location where the other team, the other team's academy trained, and I guess they. Uh, you know about a year ago Eastridge informed uh the CFC Academy I think I'm getting this right the CFC Academy that they could not give them the, the the number of fields that they normally gave them because they again the letter said that because of their grants that they receive that they cannot provide exclusive rights to the fields to any one organization something like that I saw the letter I don't it's something like that that was told to to cfc academy was the reason was the reason why uh that they were going to lose a number of fields and so they you know the club adapted did more in north at uh, north i said north georgia north river um i don't know if we're if we're if we're actually training at readout or not but um, a lot of it happens at north river bet they're about to uh, well yeah maybe um and so uh and it, you know there, it goes back if you want to go back and listen to on my conversation with Mark Harrison, who's the president of CFC Academy, he talks a little bit about the relationship between the kind of the area rec leagues. So North Jordan, good grief, North river, North river um, Grimes, the Grimes soccer complex, uh, readout middle Valley. And then camp Jordan, although camp Jordan is not a, is, is East Ridge. He talks about uh, about how those came together to form Chattanooga United, who then sw- who then flipped to CFC Academy in 2012 or 13, something like that. So go back and listen to my conversation with Mark about some history. You get some history about the relationships between these these um, these and how that has changed over the years, and how Readout has flipped back and forth. Readout was once CFC Academy. They then. You know, if you go, if you saw readout, they had little Red Wolves jerseys on for a period of time, and now I think they're back. I don't know, but you can go back and listen to that. Um, So, long story short, uh, East Ridge took was received proposals for I guess sent out an RFP request for proposals. CFC Academy and Red Wolves Academy put in proposals. The CFC Academy's proposal was for I don't know a number of. It wasn't to use all of the fields. um, That there was a per field fee that they were going to pay, there were some other things, and then the Red Wolves put in a proposal, and the East Ridge City Council approved Red Wolves' proposal, that proposal that gave them exclusive access to all of the facilities at Camp Jordan, which means that the CFC Academy has been booted from that complex. Um, It's a little confusing because CFC was told just last year that they couldn't have exclusive the exclusive rights to the to the fields that 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 was not appropriate or quote-unquote legal. And now the Red Wolves Academy seems to have exclusive rights. Um, the CFC deal was structured differently than the Red Wolves deal, but actually was worth more money. Um, and I, so I don't really know um, what... Well, I don't really know what happened, but it's hard not to kind of add two and two and and figure out that
1: figure out there's a douchebag in the mix
0: i mean i it, it's hard not to assume right. that because of what's going on the development across the interstate so or across whatever I, that that they gave that, that this was a this was a i mean this was good old boy deal yeah
1: yeah okay so and and who knows like maybe now they came in and like maybe they're not going to be getting any more monies from whatever grants. Maybe they forfeited that. And so they're not bound to that anymore. Man, I, I, don't I don't know. But when you look at the totality of it and you, you're you only left to think, especially when you look at the deal and you look at the history that the CFC Academy has in, uh, at camp Jordan, you mm-hmm. look at what, uh, they've done for the economy at camp Jordan. It's all in their proposal. You can see it on one of the uh, news sites, but, uh, I'll just briefly uh, read over this investment in Camp Jordan uh, CFC Academy. had invested two hundred ninety one thousand uh, into the into the park since twenty fourteen, including forty over forty two thousand dollars in capital expenditures for equipment that was purchased and made available for all groups who utilize yep. the park. Uh, the Riverfest Classic tournament, uh, mm-hmm. the number one soccer event of the year, uh, two hundred teams from eight states. Uh, responsible for nearly $5 million in economic impact over the last three years. 2020 event alone resulted in a direct economic impact of $1.1 $1. $1 million. Uh, the Shamrock Tournament, similar style event, $730,000 uh, of economic impact. Uh, economic impact of training, uh, estimated 2,300 households uh, traveled through East Ridge, hitting up all those eateries right there uh, in that, in that corridor. So that's 2,300 families that may not otherwise have a reason to, you know, get off on exit one or whatever it is. I think it's exit one. Um, then it talks about like non-tournament games and, and how those, uh, also brought in, uh, this was a kind of a crazy thing. I think it was, uh, yeah, the games attracted at least 20,000 visitors and approximately half the opponents travel at least 100 miles. So that means that they're probably staying overnight.
0: Yeah. And and, and yeah. they're
1: eating and dying in Eastridge. You're, so you're telling me Eastridge all of a sudden don't need all this tax revenue to be coming in through hotels through and that however many kids they got, which, which from what I understand is smaller than the CFC Academy, is going to make, of course it's not going to make up for it. What's making up for it is the fact that, you know, they've had this stadium built there, you know, and of course we also understand the the tax freebies that were given out on that. Mm-hmm. And this is just a continuation of of yeah. like more more catering to somebody else who, you know, really isn't invested in this community. And it, all the money's headed back. To yeah, Utah. it's a
0: for profit. I mean, their their academy is run by a for profit company. That's in, that's based in Utah. So I mean, and the CFC Academy is a not-for-profit, and now that doesn't mean that you know that does not mean that it's not pay-to-play, and there are challenging right. things right. about the academy. There, there are things just that like I could talk hospi- about,
1: just like in hospitals. Not-for-profit does right. not mean free. All yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean,
0: I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to make it out. Listen, I put two boys through that academy. I know the, I know the good and the bad and the ugly and 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 all all that stuff. But, um. You know, there's still, there's still a Chattanooga based company is still a, an organization that, and I think, I, I don't think it's, it's, I mean, I think it's, it's fair to say they made room for other, for other organizations and other entities to use Camp Jordan's facilities in their proposal. Red Wolves shut everybody out. And, and that's, you know, that's, it's another It's It's not, it's not surprising. It's not surprising. It's what they've tried to do and they can't, they couldn't do anything in Chattanooga. So they had to go to East Ridge and East Ridge has got this little brother complex with Chattanooga. So now East Ridge is, you know, it's, it's, it's crap. Um, And now we've got 600 kids. Not all of 600 would have used camp Jordan, but we've got to, you know, the club's got to find a place to, to put them. I, I, I imagine the club certainly knew that this was a possibility and had already come up with ideas or thoughts on how, how to get how to get these kids through, um, through the Academy. You know, it's, it's just I'm sure they're going to figure it out, but it's, yeah. it's the point of it. It's once Montague, again, we need those Montague fields desperately.
1: It's the point of it. And it's a continuation and a pattern of behavior that's been evident from the very beginning since the USL approached CFC and then brought in an investor. It's been like a uh, a very upfront uh attack on c f c an attempt to take the club over and then when the club couldn't get taken over to put them out of business and an attempt to be adversarial in every kind mm-hmm. of way and it's like it's like you know Jim has said over and over again they were never coming to make friends. Wow. That was you No, know, They came
0: to be, uh, we can, I mean, maybe someday we'll, we'll, we can, you know, since the anniversary of the, the first, the first article that, you know, that was written that kind of, um, let everyone know what was going on was written three years ago yesterday. Um, maybe sometime we will, maybe sometime in the future we'll, we'll do a pod just on maybe the f- five year anniversary. If, um, I don't know. I don't know. People, I you know, I went through and read some of that stuff and I was like, I, that was a bad idea. I shouldn't have done that. But, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Retrospects, always.
0: Yeah. Like that. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, it's a, it's an interesting story. And if, you know, when CFC gets to the point, cause I still think we're in a very tenuous situation with, C, with CFC. I, I think we, you know, with Nisa's, Nisa's still very much in startup mode. Once we get some sense of, normalcy. I don't I don't know what that really means in lower division soccer in the United States, but once we get some degree of normalcy, I'll feel better about July 2018, there, but Okay,
1: so we want a new normal is what we want because there has been no normalcy in lower division soccer no, compared yeah, to no. like any other league in
0: the But world. it's I mean the the whole the whole thing with Camp Jordan is just a, it's just a mess, but you're right. It's it's a continuation of you know it's it's just a pattern that you know they they came they tried to take the club the club said no usl said fine we'll just dump a club and we'll just put somebody there right. in, anyway and um then they tried they tried to take the academy they tried to take the foundation um you did take the women's team they took the women's team and and so now they're you know now they've um you know they they took many many coaches from the academy although some of them are now returning it's going to be interesting to to see if that continues um so, but yeah it's it's you know and it's it's something that you know listen i don't expect everybody around the country to stop what they're doing with their own club and fight for cfc but i still think that until until the until the merger between USL and these happens, this is ground zero of, you know, of the soccer wars and um, what, what I guess the, the front between what can be and what is in, in lower division soccer. And I wish, I think people have forgotten it. I think people have, have, have gone on and that's fine. We're, we're here in Chattanooga. We can do what we need to do, but um, it's, it's, you know, that was just another gut punch. Um, and I
1: just, I I am
0: tired of it and it's, it's just not going to go away until one of the two, one of the two or both clubs dies.
1: Wow. That's, that's, that's pretty
0: morbid thoughts. It's just, it's just the way it is. I mean, you know, they, you know, now that you, you know, the USLW thing.
1: Okay. So no, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. There is another scenario, right? that we just grow in this hate for one another till eventually it becomes a blue side of town, a red side of town and both clubs just become so massive and it's it's basically Liverpool. <laughs> That's,
0: yeah, Liverpool Everton. So it's basically Liverpool Everton. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: yeah. You're welcome. That was the that was your pie in the sky Yeah, uh, call Yeah. Me. I mean
0: hey, listen, I mean I you know, if if
1: you know and, and that and that could happen, but not like this. Not not the way this US structure is. Yeah. Not that's not even that's that's not even wishful thinking. That was I actually still, just completely imaginary.
0: You know, I still don't I still don't see both teams surviving long term. I just I, and I just I agree
1: don't. and I know which one's gotta go. Hey, so for those of you who are listening and uh and feel motivated. Uh, I did reach out to uh, Eastridge Manager Chris Dorsey uh, and uh, ended up leaving a message with him. Never got a return phone call. Uh, (laughs) But for those of you who might be interested, uh, City Manager Chris Dorsey, that's 423-867-7711. Or you can email him at cdorsey at eastridgetn.gov and just let him know how you feel.
0: It's a Be nice.
1: No, no. I mean, yes. And I'll tell you why be nice. Because there is still... uh, there's still room there for CFC to get in on those fields when they're not in use. And, and we have it through good authority that those fields will sit unused for large periods of time, which just goes to another point of just freezing CFC out of those fields. Yeah. this is a, gosh, I really need to use, this is a total BS move. uh If for no other reason, just to sit on those fields, even if they are empty. Okay. So, uh, be nice when you call, but be adamant that those kids deserve a place to play there. And uh, so,
0: yeah, I know Chris. Our sons played soccer together. No. Chris is season ticket holder for CFC for a long time. So but he's not now. Be nice. At le- you know, at least be you know be nice. Don't we? Don't need. We don't need no, to. no, and
1: and I'll be honest. When I when I called, I was very cordial uh, with my message, and it was very much in terms of just disappointed. Yeah, just disappointed. Exactly. And I would call to echo those same things. So.
0: Which is what which is what I will say to him if I you know as soon the next time I see him is.
1: It was you know. a four to one vote. There was a dissenting vote, and mm-hmm. uh, she, whose name I do not remember, did cite the relationship yep. that Camp Jordan uh, had with CFC over the past uh, since twenty fourteen, and thought it silly to. Uh, not recognize that and i don't know if both bids were i mean maybe maybe uh east Re- or red Bull's bid was just an all or nothing bid you know it was a take it or leave it we want all the fields or not or i don't know
0: yeah i, I mean I, we, I the
1: cfc we saw the request it was just for the fields they needed.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: Which was even fewer than last year is my understanding. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, CFC's proposal allowed for other, would have allowed for the Red Wolves to still play.
1: Oh, and not to mention for East Ridge to still benefit economically from those families. Yeah. Not to mention the tournaments.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So I, it's, it's just, it's just crap. Crap. So moving forward, if we can, if we can. So the other, the other thing, um, the other thing we got was we did get word that we, well, this is not a lot of news. We got news that next, maybe this week or next week, we'll be getting a save the date for the last Q and A. The last Q and A. shower. It's CFC and Wolfsburg are getting married. So, oh, yeah, that yeah. sounds amazing. And it's going to be a girl. So it's the CFC women's oh, team. <laughs> hey,
1: I see what you did there. Full circle. Hey, yeah, I'm excited about this as a guy who hasn't been to either one. Uh, the meetings? Yeah. Uh, please, people, please understand, I don't live in Chattanooga proper. It's not like I can just like, oh, I'm going to the meeting tonight. So, anyway, I have not been to the other previous two, but I do have high hopes for this. And the fact that Wolfsburg is going to be involved, which I, I don't think they're going to have club representation here. Obviously, it will probably be... It's right? virtual. Yeah. It's virtual, so... Yeah, I think the but, whole but, thing is virtual. I mean, What <laughs> wasn't virtual in 2020 and what <laughs> is not going to be virtual probably starting yeah. again next week,
0: so... It's it's gonna be, I don't know what is gonna be I don't think anything's gonna be announced at this. You know, I I don't I don't expect to go there and hear what league we're playing in. You know, here's the coach and here's the technical director. No, this is,
1: I think this is all groundwork type yeah. stuff. It's v- yeah. still on the on the vision
0: right. side of things. Yeah, and I think it'll be good to hear from from Wolfsburg to see what their vision for this is. I know that they are uh they have announced also that they've made some training stuff available to academy you know to, to the kids uh so i think that's good um so the relationship is developing i'm excited to see what this is and i'm excited to see you know kind of where uh you know the the uslw uh league will um i think well, i thought they were going to be announcing teams today but they didn't announce any other teams today
1: what if i told you Two years ago,
0: that women's
1: soccer would be in lower divisions would be more of a hot mess than the men's. Like, would you? You would have been like, crazy person, they have a chance to do it right,
0: yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so now we've got UWS, we've got WPSL, right? Don't ask me, we've got USLW. And just before we started recording, I saw somebody has found uh, this is true? A, a um a, a uh what do you call like a, a an application a that's what application for a trademark for the Women's National Premier Soccer League the W N P S L. Just shoot me. So as if you know what
1: now that you say that I saw that same thing and I just scrolled on by. Yeah, so, so a flaming hot mess. And then
0: we've got Whistle who. It's supposed to be the D two thing from Club Nine or whatever the folks that brought you Nisa. I
1: just don't understand but, how U.S. soccer can sit there and look at at that situation and and do exactly what you just did—shrug and just be like, "eh, whatever." Yeah, it, it's it's I don't just understand. it's unfathomable. And yeah. and really, I think what it does is it speaks to the fact that they only care about two leagues in this country. MLS being one
0: and the women's NWSL. NWSL.
1: Outside yeah. of that, I don't know
0: that they care that much about. it. Well, they care about NWSL because that's where the women's the team, national the team national team, it, has right, to play. And so they fork out, yeah, because they of their make salaries. them. They make them play there.
1: Right. So outside of that, I mean, they don't care what happens, and they just prove it over and over and over again. Yeah.
0: What did I mean? This I know. This is not. This is not. Uh, Fed, this was uh, Don Garber, but didn't he say what something like in every soccer dollar that's not spent on the on MLS is a wasted dollar. I mean you that know that's what? that's said, how they feel about it. All your money. <laughs> that's how they feel about it. So yeah. well I we've gotten through everything we wanted to talk about. Um Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, are you ready for the fall season? We've got we've got a week off. Yeah. We've got a week off and then on August seventh, I believe. Is the first home game with Stumptown. Nine games home, nine games away. You know what? Um, next week I I'm gonna you know, because Todd is again going on vacation. This is like the fifth vacation he's had this summer. <laughs> you hey, take him when you can get him. Yes, that's true. I'm just envious. So um we're gonna do another joint pod with the 109 guys to talk about the the season. Todd's not gonna be there. So I know, <laughs> I know we're going to talk about a couple of things. Completely
1: invalidates the podcast altogether.
0: I know we're going to talk about a couple things. So I just I'm going to put you on the spot for for one question. Okay. So we play nine home. We play nine away. We have eighteen games. Three points each game. What is that? That's fifty-seven. Is that fifty-seven points? Gosh. Is that right? You made me do some like sort of. Or is crunchy. it fifty-four points? I don't know. I don't know math. It's it's over fifty points. All right, eighteen times three, fifty-four points. So fifty-four total points 44. out of those eighteen games. What is what is um, your like? I was going point prediction. I was getting you with forty-four points. You you say you say CFC is going to get forty-four points. Forty-four points. What is your? <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> what is your? Um, what is your? success threshold like if we get above and maybe i'll make it easy for you like maybe think in terms of points per game
1: points per game I, if we were if we were hovering around the 1.8 to 1.9 points per game that would be i think that'd be a really good
0: so that's 33 points around 33 points
1: i mean there's a lot of sway in there obviously but yeah, I think if you're somewhere, I mean, so you're averaging like a tie and a half a game. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how to put
0: that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I look. I I was getting ready because I think we're going to talk about this in, next week. And so I now I, do I think that that's going to win you. The no, it's not going to win. It's not. I don't win. think so. Well, I, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't really know. You would think that on, at the lower, like that, there would be a little. Uh, well, let's put it I this think way. That puts you in the top three. I looked at the Bundesliga, the Premier League, and 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 then, like, La Liga. And I think the top team in each of those averaged about 2.2 points per game, like 2.2, 2.4. And, like, third and fourth was, like, 1.6, 1.75. So I figure if we got about – because this is around where I was. I think I was at 30, 31 points uh, would be kind of where I – above that, I'd be really thrilled. Below mm. that, I'd be like, we, under, we underperformed. So anywhere – for
1: me, anywhere between, like, I don't know, like, one point nine
0: and two. two is solid. I yeah, mean, two yeah, yeah. points is solid. I mean, that's 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 two points a game is winning every home game, drawing every away game. That's you know, that's two points a game. Um, I don't, I don't see us doing that, but that would put us, I think, in the top four. And I think that's where oh, I, yeah. that's where I want to see CFC. There are only three clubs that I will that I, that I would, I would. This sounds so arrogant, but I'm just going to say anyway. There are only three clubs that I really will accept above CFC on the table. Uh, I don't want those three above us, but there are only three, and that's Detroit, Cal United, and L.A. That's it. And because principally
1: speaking, what you're counting on is, number one, we've already seen Detroit City. We yeah. know, We know how solid they are. The other two, knowing how much they spend on roster – so, yeah, and
0: how much talent they've got, right?
1: And so I mean, La so they, La has
0: performed. Right. Cal United has the re- and, crapped the bit. And the reason,
1: day. and the reason you're not accepting anybody else ahead of us is because you're banking on the fact that nobody else is going to work harder, nobody else is going to push harder. Correct. And, right. Okay. You know what? I'm totally fair yeah. with that. I mean, I'm and I don't want 100%. to finish fourth. No, 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 no. I get. It. Um, but no, I, I get Those
0: it. are the only three. You know, and and that's you know. And and if if you're a fan of another club and you're listening to this, you can shake your head and laugh so, okay. at me. That's just where I am. I mean, you know, I I I don't want to say I will accept it. I will understand if those three are above us. I won't understand. Hey, and we're not
1: saying other... that you, that you won't finish above us. We're we're not saying that. Oh we're yeah. just saying what we will accept in our hearts, and we'll be able to. Slip I mean, it.
0: Maryland finished above us. Dumptown sure. finished above us. Hats so, off to those guys. Um, but I I don't I I mean I I think and I think I'm I i do not I I can't speak for the club, but I I know that they're disappointed with with how that what the performance was in the in the fall. Or excuse me in the spring. And so I, I know that I, I think these expectations are, are fairly, I think they're fair. I think it's, you know, we, we, we've got three, we've got, we need to bring some players in cause we're we lost three and we need to replace them. But, um, that's where I am. So.
1: Well, and you know, it, we, and you and I talked about it in, in another, in another podcast about how, you know, we, we suffered after the game where, you know, we had players sent off and then, uh, you know, some stuff happened, and all of a sudden, like Bement didn't come back in Nagel. Start they did not come right back into the lineup after you know, uh, kind of that. I'll say little debacle against Ted uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um, I actually i I messaged Marcus uh, a while back, and you know he's kind of been on fire of late. And I and I asked him a, a few questions, and uh, I asked him like how he felt mentally after the spring season because, like I said. He struggled to get off the mark, and then there was the the goal against Michigan, and then all of a sudden, like he was missed a couple of games, and you know, and and this is this is what he said, and I'll just read it verbatim, and uh, he gave me permission to do so. Uh, he said, "In quote, in some ways, I'm glad it's behind me. It started off great with a goal and an assist in the season opener against L.A., but then I got injured later in the game and ended up missing the second game, and then I came back and played." Uh, played a half during a loss in the final against Detroit. And during the second game of the regular season against Michigan, I scored the game winner, but ended up getting a two-game suspension for my celebration. And then during the suspension, he, I sprained my ankle in practice, which led me to miss additional three games. So you can see, like, I mean, he, he admits, like, that was like a, a difficult time. And then once he came back, you know, trying to get his form back. And, you know, my next question to him was – um you know, you seem to be hitting your goal scoring stride, like, you know, how's your confidence he, said, I feel really good right now. Hoping the injuries are behind me. And I feel like I've finally been able to show what I can do for this team. I've used the time I was out to really well. So physically I feel very good scoring four goals in two games. Keep in mind, this was about, I asked him this probably about two weeks ago, I guess yeah. we've missed a couple of weeks of podcast, um, four goals in two games has obviously done a great deal for my confidence. So right now, I'm on a wave that I'm hoping to ride on for as long as possible. And that continues up until this point, because as we know, he's continued to score goals. Yep. So that kind of gives you kind of a head space. And, and I would think that that, that kind of mentality about the spring season probably isn't just with him. It probably permeates through most of no, the players. I'm, pre-
0: I'm pretty sure it, I'm pretty sure that that's kind of a common feeling that they, there was, a, there was a, a lot of injuries, a lot of stop and go, um, guys going in and out of the team we really couldn't develop any continuity never saw never saw brent jones
1: after his injury
0: right yeah and so i you know i think you know looking back um i mean it was it was a it was a challenging it was a it was a challenging uh spring season so hopefully hopefully we'll get a little injury luck and um and be and be uh a little more consistent yeah
1: and, because and, i mean i told you i mean i thought it was important to me to be able to have you know, different varieties of, of players to be able to put in. And we lost all that like with Bement out, Jones out, mm-hmm. um, Nagelstadt out. Like we became very one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And 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 if if they figure I mean, if you can't change and adapt to a game, then it, it almost just takes everything yeah. away from you. And hey, and I'm still hopeful for Brent Jones, right? We we've seen his speed. We saw the goal the other night. Uh, and speed kills and it can't be taught. So, uh, I'm interested to see like that dynamic more consistently on the, uh, uh, on the, uh, NISA level, uh, see what that translates yep. out. I'm interested to see, uh, if Nagelstein can, can, uh, keep this goal scoring going on. See if we settle into this new formation a little better. Um, I'm man, I'm excited to see Dixon make it through like the first half. I don't mean anything by it. Like genuinely, I'm glad to see him make it through that half of the season from what we know relatively unscathed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's see how that rolls in. Um, I I think there's a lot to be positive about. And and I think that, you know, what I've mentioned and kind of like in the area where you're at that, kind of 1.9 points per game i I think
0: that's a if we get 1.9 if we get like that close to two points a game i'll be very happy yeah absolutely very happy yeah i mean it's not probably it probably won't win it but we it would be pretty it would be very close it would be a a
1: definitive improvement absolutely this spring yeah
0: yeah and that's and that's really what i mean that's 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 what we have to expect right now is that that we we improve and and um You know, and just keep going forward, always always forward, right? We we don't even know what Trollis one and two is going to bring. Yeah, well, I don't think they're going to bring a lot, but um, so yeah, so we've got uh, a game in a couple of weeks. Next week, we're trying to do the joint pod, but Todd's not going to be there because he's going to be off gallivanting out in the western part of the country. Um, so we'll be back with some stuff about two weeks. Next week, like I said, I think we'll have a joint thing with. The Section 109 guys kind of doing a preview of the fall season. Um, but until we see you next, go CFC.
1: Go get yourselves a manganata if you haven't had one. Go Blues.